people cannot pronounce my name correct. I am still referred to as Cillian, Sicilian, Gillian. Right, Cillian. Who the fuck is that guy? Right, Killian. Jesus Christ. How do you like my little setup, by the way? Jesus, lads, episode 39. Um, I just woke up this morning and I said, you know what? Do you know what? I'm going to provide some content for the people. For, the, for my loyal listeners, you deserve it. I haven't given you some in, in a week or two. When was the last one, actually? And actually, do you know what? I only tweeted the last one once. And the listening figures, there wasn't a big difference. So that's good. That means I don't have to keep uh, tweeting links of it because kind of annoys me when other people do it. So I didn't want to get sucked into that. Um, episode 39, what have we got today? I've done, I think today will be a bit better than the last one or two because... Um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Because I just, I sat down there, I wrote out the episode. What I can talk about. So we'll have a bit of, I won't be missing things or hopefully I won't be stuck, you know. There won't be any awkward pauses. So it's Wednesday, it's the morning after the Nations League week. It's another Nations League week over, done and dusted. And look, how much better is it than friendlies? I've seen Klopp saying it's ridiculous or it's a pointless thing, but... It makes the imagine these are just friendlies, makes it so much more interesting. Uh, so again, I've said it before. Well done, UEFA. Um, yeah. So the Ireland games, I didn't watch the Denmark game. To be honest, I forgot about it, and then I realised and I was like, oh shit! And I seen and I seen it was nil nil, so I said nah. Um, and by the signs of things, it seems like it was a pretty good decision. And then I watched the Wales game last night. Uh, yeah, it was a shit game, really, wasn't it? That's, yeah. So it's, I know it's always... See, when you see players coming out after a game, and clearly you know it's been a terrible game, but part of you... Obviously, they have to defend the team or the manager um, or like tactics or stuff like this so you can never re- in fact not even just last night it's in all interviews you can rarely will you get like an honest um, take on the game where I think you just have to come out and be like yeah that was shit Um like probably like for us, even with Yagaloni, the last few games were 
really bad. And I, I could see that even like the fellas playing will say that. Um, anyway, on to why I think... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird one, the way Ireland are playing. Um, do you know, I think the biggest problem is when we were doing good, when we were qualifying for the Euros and getting to the playoff for the World Cup, our whole thing was we were really hard to beat. Like even top teams that would come wouldn't beat us easily. Um, so our thing was being hard to beat. Like we were built on being defensive. This is me with my football analysis hat on, which I don't say is very good. But this is what I think. And so we're, we've been built on being defensive and then you can't just... I don't, I don't think you can just change the whole mentality at the drop of a hat when you need to, like, oh, shit, we need to win or we need to score some more goals. Then I think you lose... You end up not doing anything. You lose being defensive and then you're not, you're not effectively attacking. So it's... I don't know. It just doesn't work. You can't just change the mentality and style of play over the course of one or two games just when you need to so I think that's been the biggest problem um, so I don't know what where it's gone wrong where we haven't become hard to beat um, so anyway that's look that's just my thoughts that's what I was thinking there when I was writing this down and I said what's been going wrong Um but also, you could listen to that and say, but Killian, you just said you didn't watch the game on Saturday. <laughs> and you'd be right. But anyway, maybe... Um, and you know, maybe, do you know what? Nah, I won't say it. <laughs> maybe it's better I've never been called up. Because the more I'm not involved, I think, the better I look as a player. People will think, jeez... <laughs> Actually makes me look better not being there um, in a weird way. Because obviously we know the players, all these players are good enough to play in the Premiership or some of the big championship teams. So they're good players. They're not, I don't know, is it they're coming and not looking the same player or being able to play the same or to their same abilities or to their level I don't know so maybe it's a good thing I'm I'm a it's enhancing my it's enhancing my uh, reputation <laughs> although the flip side people could watch it here and be like Killian why you how can you not get into that anyway <laughs> That's my uh, Nations League wrap-up. We'll have another one in a month's time. Um, that's also the other good thing, that every now every month we're getting international breaks. So we're getting little breaks in the league, we're getting some time off, a little chance to, if you've got a few days, you can go away, you can get a good week's training in. Um, so it actually worked out pretty good for me because I was just coming back from injury and it's meant I've been able to do like 
some really good we've had hard training and have been able to do good trainings over this <laughs> good trainings over this time for to get up whatever like I was I know I was only out for about two three weeks but to kind of to build up that fitness that I lost or the sharpness um so that's another benefit of of the breaks um obviously only if you're injured if you're been playing and you're flying and then you get a break um a break in the league it's it's not ideal but uh yeah so that's why again nations league well done uefa there's so many good aspects of it um that was kind of all the sport, really, all the football, wasn't it? Probably the other big thing was uh, the UFC, the UFC, um, the McGregor fight. Now, as you know, I'm a big MMA expert. I'm, oh, <laughs> bloody love it. Love the sport I do. Nah, I'm joking. I'm, a, I'm an armchair fan. I'm a McGregor fan, so only when he fights I'll take a bit of interest. Um so, yeah, the fight wasn't wasn't very good. As a McGregor fan, Khabib destroyed him. Let's be honest. And then af- what happened? At- this is the crazy stuff. All the stuff that happened afterwards, and they were all surprised when my first first thing I was thinking was, well, this whole fight, like the UFC used the whole bus incident as part of the promo to sell the fight. So they were like, that was basically them saying, okay, look, everything's fair game. If it sells the fight, if it makes everything better, whatever, you can go and do it. Um, And then Khabib went a bit mental at the end. (laughs) It looked class, the way he just jumped out legs first. I think it makes him look so much better. I've seen people saying, oh, it's not like him. He, he's tarnished his name and stuff like this. I think he, it enhances him. Everyone looks at him and like, he's fucking mental. <laughs> Don't mess with him. So I think he comes out looking 10 times better than he did before. Um, and then, what was the other part of it? Yeah, so I think it was all, they got what they asked for, the UFC boys. Um and another, actually, this was, I find most interesting. After when uh, his, what's McGregor's coach, Kavanagh, is it John Kavanagh? And he was on Joe Rogan. And he was on it with the guy, one of the guys who specializes in all the fighters cutting weight. Like, that, I think that's his job, to cut, to help them or to make them cut weight. And he was talking about the food stuff. And this is the what I took from the whole thing. That uh, all the science behind food, like what foods we need, um, like when you need it and why you need it and stuff, we know very little about. I'm talking like about as a footballer. Maybe it's just, no, I don't think it's just me because I'm, you know, I'm pretty clued in. But... Uh, it's um we don't know near enough about food as we should like for what we do like how much we depend on our bodies that 
I don't think we know enough about like what foods to have when, like in terms of, okay, today's training is going to be hard. Uh, we might have a bit of running. There's a game coming up after a game, stuff like that. You know, like the basics, like pastas and <laughs> stupid things like that. But I think it could be so much better. Or you could, we should know so much more um, in just like understanding food, like the technical parts to it all. Um, so that was one of the, the things I took from that whole interview with that guy. I thought he was, I found it very interesting. Um, yeah, so I, what other football sports? I can give you a football boot update after I tried out that Adidas X, did I call it? I don't know. Lads, it was so, I don't know who designed it. Because after, remember I was telling you it took me so long to try it on. And then some of the other lads that had them said the exact same thing. They were laughing when I was trying it. So I bought a shoehorn anyway. <laughs> Made the world of difference. It was, like, it was like my foot shrunk just to get into the shoe. The boot. And uh, yeah, it seems to be a very common problem. So whoever designed that, Adidas... Well, I doubt you're still at Adidas because that was a huge flaw. Also, they're way too tight for my the Adidas boots. It's always been the problem for me trying to wear them, that they're, my foot's too wide for them and it fucking hurts my toes. So I think I'm going to have to give them up. I'm going to have to go back to my Nikes. Um, no harm done, no harm done. Uh, I got them on sale, it's okay. But still weren't cheap. It wasn't a cheap experiment. Um, anyway, so that's my boot update currently. I don't think I'm not even going to entertain Puma or New Balance. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, so last... Ooh. So as I was saying about the international break, you usually get a bit of time off. So I took a little trip, took a little trip to, I won't say where, but I went away somewhere. Just for a day or two, a few days. And uh, when I was buying the tickets, right, so I looked at them, one-way tickets. No, I looked at return flights first. So I thought, I'll go from the same airports, good times, everything's good. So, the flight leaving here, my out, outward flight, if I was to buy that as a single flight, it was more expensive than me buying two flights, than a return. The return flights were less than the, one, than the one-way flight. It, it just does not make sense. I don't understand it. Um... Yeah, it's boggling, mind-boggling. If someone can explain that to me, uh, please get in, get in touch with me ASAP. Now, the reason I shout ASAP, because that was something that cropped up during the week. I was right, and I was like, ooh, does it look a little bit too aggressive? I always feel that when I'm writing ASAP, 
as soon as you type it out, it auto-corrects to big capital letters. And then you're like, ah, I don't want the person to think I'm demanding, like, as soon as possible. No, just, look, as soon as possible. See the difference in the, the cap, capital letters or cap locks? Uh, someone says something, although, yeah, if you want something done, then it's good. But if it's just a little friendly, you know, look, just do it as soon as possible. Just do it ASAP. And then you can go, like I said, it can go the other way. Look, whatever, man, I don't mind. Just just do it ASAP, you know? See, see the, just do it as soon as possible. See the difference there? People could fall out over this, and uh, I think we need to find some sort of middle ground with the whole ASAP as soon as possible, you know? Um... I think that's kind of, oh no, there was another thing when I was, when I was away. I seen a, a Prius and one of the things people will joke about vegan and say, vegan, oh, you must drive a Prius. I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> uh, my car is very unfriendly to the CO2s. To the CO2 emission. But this person really uh, pride. How do you say it? No, they took pride in them. They took pride in it. Anyway, this person, I seen a Prius and then on the back a sticker, I'm vegan or I'm a vegan. <laughs> the hate that person must get. Because I know people look at when they see someone driving a Prius and they're kind of like, ugh. But then if there's the double whammy there. Oh, look at me. I'm driving a Prius and I'm a vegan. <laughs> it's a brave, unless, unless the person steps out and they're a fucking monster. But I'm going to say they get a lot of hateful looks. Um... And they get out with it. I bet you they get out with a smug look on their face. Like, yeah. Oh, you're not a vegan. <laughs> uh, in their woven shoes. <laughs> Straw woven shoes, I bet you. Anyway, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. I, got, I went off there. Um, right, I'm going to wrap this up soon. Look. 18 minutes straight. This is just me straight up. No pausing, no stopping and re-recording. Beginning to end, this is getting done. This is getting Richard done. Uh, oh, here's an interesting... I've, I've forgotten about my enemy of the week lately. And I've got one here for you. Now, this could be... This could be twisted in a lot of different ways. This could be enemy of the week. I've kind of done... I've kind of done it. Me. I'm going to be the enemy of the week. But I think I could be the unfair enemy of the week also. Or an unfair enemy of the week could be proud parents. (laughs) Or they could be the enemy. Basically... What I'm getting at here is 
I'm not a big baby fan, right? <clears throat> Sorry, I said baby fan there. And me, oh, look, I know it's because I don't have kids. And I know as soon as I would have one, I'd be doing what I'm about to talk about. And it's because, fuck, I do it with my dog, so... <laughs> Of course I'd do it with a baby. Um, but I just, I just, I'm just not really interested when someone shows me a picture of their baby. Um, I mean, I'll be friendly and I'll acknowledge them like, oh, class. But they all look the same. They, I don't think I've ever seen an ugly, I've never really, I know. don't think I've ever seen an ugly baby or beautiful baby or a cute baby obviously they're all cute they're all little fucking babies you know but I don't know doesn't and I just get awkward if someone hands me their baby for photos that's the worst see if someone hands me their baby for a photo I'm just holding and then it might start crying I'm like oh Jesus now I feel bad and anyway it's different like young kids is different where you can actually if you can interact with them a bit or they can... Now, I'm talking, like, babies six months and younger. Maybe after six months, they'll probably start to... They can understand, like, facial expressions and stuff like that. They're laughing and things. But younger than younger than that, not really doing much for me here. Um... Like I was saying, like young, once they get to maybe one and above, you can joke with them, you can play with them. Then, then it's cool. Then I'm, I'm all, I'm all for that. But nah, I'm sorry. Newly born babies just right now doesn't doesn't cut the mustard with me. <laughs> so you can make up your own mind. Am I the am I the enemy of the week? Is it proud parents or are we both unfair? Maybe they're unfair enemy of the week for you, you know? Uh, I don't know. Let me know in the, let me know in the wherever fucking you want to let me know. And finally, guys, finally, I'll give you a little uh, book update on the Mr. Sherry book club. I've been, I've, I got through a good bit of Catch-22. Um, I'd say I'm about a third of the way through it. And it's class. It's so funny. Um, I've been reading it and laughing to myself on the train, on a plane, fucking anywhere. And, I, and I've, afterwards I've been proud, I've said, wow, I just laughed out loud in public reading a book. <laughs> Go me. Uh, but no, it's, re- it's so good. And probably people are listening to this and be like, my God, he's only reading that book now. That's a classic. Um, well, yes, like I said, I'm, an, I'm a newbie. I'm a, I'm a noob to the book world. Um, but yeah, it's actually so... The best thing about it for me is that because it's set from when it's set in the 40s uh, the humour still stands 
it's timeless, guys. It's timeless humour. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's a, probably the best thing about it. Um, don't know if you can hear that fucking building, can you? Drilling. Anyway, and uh, one, actually an interesting thing I found from it is, here we're getting a little bit, I don't know what we'll call this, but in a, there was a, one point the, they were talking about like people being materialistic. And I was thinking, people now always say, oh, nowadays people are too materialistic. It's all, people have always thought that. It's human nature, so don't be... Maybe it's more today, I don't know, but it's... People have always taught it clearly, so it's... Uh, don't feel bad if, you feel, if you're feeling a little bit materialistic. Embrace it a little. It's always been there. Um, I think that's what I was trying that's, that's the point I was trying to make there um, I just thought it was interesting that they mentioned being because now we always think of back then being like oh they never cared about anything materialistic but obviously the society's the society was different or they're thinking about it ah, look here I'm fucking confusing myself I'm going up See, this is the problem when I just start and go wire to wire, beginning to end, with no interruptions. So I'm just talking myself into riddles here. I'm going to wrap this up. Episode 39. Episode 40 is going to be um, a huge one, guys. It's going to be huge. So make sure you tune in for it. Uh, and let's get let's get some ratings up on this bad boy. There's only been two reviews, and whoever left them, thank you. They're they're very uh, flattering. So come on, lads, fucking get the finger out. Look what I'm giving you here. You're not giving me anything back. Um, right. So until episode forty. Now remember, it's going to be a big one. I can't I can't tell you what. But it's going to be a big one. Um, take care. Slon. August. Fuck you, Seuss.